What's going on, fellow Cape Crusaders? This is G-Rod and Glenn Rodriguez, that's my name. And you've been listening, to, or you are listening to the R&R Pot of Film. Um, and I am sitting here across the states uh, with Cody Repass. How you doing? Why so serious? We're talking Dark Knight. That's why I got all discombobulated, because I started off with something new. I'm just <laughs> excited. So let's just jump right into this. We're talking Dark Knight. The second film of the Christopher Nolan Batman trilogy. Um, let's just go for it, man. Uh, so um, the good. There's so much of it that yeah. we. So. But I'm I'm starting, and I'm still in the one that you have to talk about, and that is Heath Ledger. Let's yeah, start Joker. with that. Yep. My God, this is probably the performance of a lifetime for ninety nine percent of people. I, Heath Ledger's portrayal as a Joker, uh, sadly, it ultimately caused the loss of his life. But there's some people that think, well, it's because he passed away. That's why people really love his performance. No. His performance is so, so good. Jack Nicholson was fantastic as the Joker. For me, it does not even hold the jock strap of Heath Ledger's performance. This movie is amazing from start to finish, and Heath Ledger stands out as the shining moment or the shining star of this movie. And, and this is a superstar-driven movie, and Heath Ledger just stands head and shoulders above everyone else. Just his performance, his mannerisms, the way he speaks, the way he is just totally encapsulated and enthralled with being the Joker. It's just, it's it's a performance that I, I don't know if anyone will ever top a performance like this. I think I know someone who might, but we'll, we'll talk Ooh, about we're that. We're going to talk end. about that here in a little while. Um, yeah, he is incredible. Um, you know, and, it's funny because someone, like all the Jokers that have been Joker, no, whether it's live action or, or uh, um, animated, have all put themselves into it so much. And they all play it differently. You know, even with the Gotham series where the character that we we believe to, been, uh, you know, become the Joker was really good too. Like, I feel like everyone has put themselves a little bit into themselves. And I always, you know, at this point in time, my favorite Joker out of all the Batmans and all the Batman series and movies is is Mark Hamill. I just feel like he just his voice transcends. But like if we're going live action, Heath Ledger at this point in time is the best. And just some of the things that he was doing, like the little slow clap when he's in the in the jail cell, the you know when he asks how many of he asked the cop like how many of friends did I kill, and the guy says he says it, and then like he like kind of like makes his face and he says the number back to him and it's just the little mannerisms the facial expressions just the what he put into that role um it's unforgettable and yeah people say that people like the the joker his version of jokers because he, he passed no i think it's because it deserves their the acclamation because of a hell of an actor in the first place you put him in a role like this where he goes digs he goes deep, digs deep, and becomes this character. There's nothing more that you can ask for in an actor, of course. 
Yeah, it's just so heartbreaking because not only was, I mean, he, he is a fantastic actor. He was a fantastic actor. He was in a lot of other great movies, but this movie, it, it seemed like he was finally like finding his groove, like where he was consistently great in every movie he was in. Uh, but man, this cast, like Aaron Eckert, uh, is great. Uh, Christian Bell, of course. Uh, I, I love Michael Caine as Alfred. He, he's so good. And I actually think I enjoy him the most in Dark Knight Rises. But he is great in Dark Knight. Uh, Morgan Freeman, of course. I mean, it's Morgan Freeman. But like, like I said before, Heath Ledger's performance just stands out so much. And you get Aaron Eckhart in a two-face role where he has to play two different characters and he plays it really, really well. But it doesn't even come close to the performance. The Oscar-winning Best Actor in a Supporting Role performance, an Oscar for a comic book movie, that is borderline unheard of. You probably won't ever see it again. Very unlikely. But, I mean, we I could sit here and talk about Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker until I can't speak anymore. Uh, and I've already kind of hinted at Eckhart's double performance, or dual performance. Uh, this is also easily one of the best comic book films ever. Oh, yeah, it's definitely up there for me. I mean, I, I still say Logan's my favorite. You know, yep. it's up there um, with uh, Into the Spider-Verse and... Um, Logan was um, just a perfect storm. Oh, yeah. That and Man of Steel is one of my favorite comic book movies. I remember coming out of that movie being like, oh, my, what did I just watch? This is like, I never liked Superman up until that point. So, like, um, Dark Knight definitely transcends comic book movies and just is a great film in general. Um, another thing that I liked about it, um, out of the many things that we will talk about or we've already talked about, I love Gary Oldman. As, yep. as uh, you know, Detective Gordon, um, Commissioner Gordon, whatever. Uh, he's um, he's a fantastic actor and he puts everything into it, you know, the role. But like there's some like you always root for that man, you know, that character and, you know, how the movie ends and like the, his little speech that he says, it's he's just he's great. I completely agree. Uh, There's so many just great one-liners in this movie, whether it be Harvey Dent or whether it be the Joker, whether it be Batman or Alfred. Uh, There's there's just so many. I'm sitting here looking. The box office for this movie, it cost $185 million to make. Opening weekend was just short of $160 million. In 2008, it almost made its entire budget back on opening weekend, but it more than made up for it in the the actual gross for the movie, grossed over one billion dollars. Hmm. Like I, it, that's unheard of. Like very very few movies. Of course, Avengers Endgame is the number one movie of all time. Uh, gross-wise now until Avatar 2 comes out and they re-release Avatar, uh, Disney can just have a, a 
fight over number one between themselves because, of course, Disney owns everything, sadly. They don't own the DC Universe, though. Not yet. Give it time. No, they. I don't think they will. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, know, I don't think they will either. But uh, I don't think they want it. Yeah. They and think I lo- DC screws it up on its own. And I love Avatar. Anyone who talks shit on Avatar, I'll fight. But um, that, that movie, going back, to, this was the first movie I ever saw in IMAX. Uh, but Avatar, people crap on that movie because it come out. It's been out for so long. But that was the first true 3D experience. Yeah. And that's why that movie made so much money is because the movie was so beautiful. And you watched it in 3D and it was like you were there. Like you were Mm -hmm. living in that world. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in so long though. Oh, dude, I went to my uh, local record store in L.A. called Amoeba, and they have this upstairs floor, and it's just movies beyond movies beyond movies beyond movies. VHS, Blu-ray, DVD, um, whatever you can find, it's up there. I bought, like, this special, like, edition for, like, $15, $20, and it was, like, seven discs, Blu-ray disc. I was just like, I need this movie, because I, at that point, never saw it. I know it's not like I did. I know we're off track, but... It's, we'll talk about that movie, but um, back to the Dark Knight. Uh, I mean, what else can we say about it that we already haven't said? The music is fantastic. I love the Dark Knight theme. I love Christopher Nolan's, you know, trilogy and every piece of music that they put out in that in the, in the trilogy, especially with this uh, with this film. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that people don't understand. Or, or haven't, don't know, I wouldn't say don't understand. Uh, Michael Caine, he's gone on record numerous times stating his opinion on Heath Ledger's performance. He talks about uh, how he beat the odds and topped Jack Nicholson's performance as a Joker. And he, Michael Caine, as just huge of a, a presence that he is, he said he had never met Heath Ledger before they started filming The Dark Knight. And he said the first time they shared scenes together, he forgot his lines. That's how intense and just enthralled into the role Heath Ledger got for the Joker. Like that, that That's one of those things that I read a few years ago and it always stuck with me. And that, that just goes to show like even huge, huge actors can still be taken aback by a superstar performance yep agreed and with all this love that joker rightfully deserves heath ledger my last thing that i want to talk about in this film is my boy christian bale i'm one of the biggest christian bale fans out there first time (laughs) first time i saw him american psycho and i probably did see the newsies when i was a kid but like that was my first Christian Bale experience and I've been a fan ever since and at this point in time is my favorite Batman um, uh, and he was just fantastic in this movie especially that uh, interrogation scene is always the scene I go back to watching and and just I think a lot of people make fun of him because of the voice and yes it's very easily made fun of but I just think it gives him this dark and menacing feel that this trilogy the way that christopher nolan wanted to go with this 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 angle made it so much better 
Yeah, I completely agree. And so many people crap on Batman Begins. And I, I don't get it. Like that that movie, like you just said, Christopher Nolan took this in a dark direction. I mean, I, it's Batman Begins, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. Dark. That's what he was going for. Batman Begins was a dark movie. And I, yes, it's not... When you put it... Or when you try and compare it to Dark Knight, it can't be compared to because Dark Knight is such a fantastic movie. Uh, Dark Knight Rises is more on Batman Begins level, in my opinion. But... It's such a fantastic trilogy that Christopher Nolan was able to pull off. Like, I I can sit and, and watch these movies back to back to back. And I lose nine and a half hours of my life and I don't even care. Exactly. I am right there with you, man. Um, so do you, else? Even, do you even need to give your score? Or, I or mean... Do, do you already know? I think we both are at the at the same score here. Yeah, it is it is a holy grail movie. It is mm-hmm. a five star movie. And I, there's just so much to love about this movie. Like honestly, we we could sit and talk for 30 minutes uh about stuff that everyone already knows. Uh, I just wanted to shed some light on Heath Ledger's performance because it it is one of my favorite performances uh, of all time. Agreed. Agreed, but, agreed, agreed. Spinning off that, we talked a little bit at the first. We've got a new movie coming out. Mm-hmm. A couple days after this review comes out, and I'm very excited. How do you feel about Todd Phillips, uh, director, or no, yeah, Todd Phillips is the director yep. Yep. of Joker and Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker? I'm a big Joaquin Phoenix fan. When I heard this was being made, like the rumors were that Joaquin wanted to do a Joker movie and like no one knew what was going to come out of it. And we, and you know, what we got was what we're getting now. And I love Todd Phillips' vision for this alternate, like dark DC or what he's, he's kind of branding a DC black and it's just these stories that are not connected to anything other than it's just its own singular story um, with these characters that we all know and love. And I love the idea. And that's what goes back to what we were talking about in our Patreon exclusive um, for Memento. Um, if you want to listen to that, go to the Become a Patreon. Um, we're talking about filmmakers taking risks. And I feel like this is a big risk that um, DC's taking, Warner Brothers is taking, but in a in, but a good risk, not a terrible risk. Yeah, it's um, needed. It's very needed. It, the DC needs a kick in the ass. In the ass. Um, they they kind of you know got in their own way trying to be like the Avengers, where they could have just done yep. their own thing and would have been fine. Um, you know, Wonder Woman's great. Aquaman wasn't too bad. Um, I enjoyed uh, the shit out of Aquaman. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. It was it was. I need to watch it again, but I did enjoy what I saw. And like Batman you know, versus Superman is underrated. That movie, very underrated. I don't care. The people shit on that movie, and I want to fight. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that movie, but yeah. like, like you're saying, DC needs to be its own thing. Like they're they see the success that Marvels had, that Marvel and Disney have created with 
all of the Marvel movies, and they're trying to emulate that when they need to just do their own thing and stick to it. They worry so much about one movie not getting just insane praise when Marvel has had flops. Not all the MCU movies are great. Some of them are, are really bad. Some of them are decent. DC just needs to find a formula and stick to it. And with Joker, I really, really hope it's as good as I think it's going to be. Joaquin Phoenix, you know, man, he is one of the most underrated actors in the world today. Uh, and all the trailers that I've seen, my God... If anyone can get close to Heath Ledger's Joker, it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix. But it's rated R. That is where I am so excited for. That's my biggest excitement for the movie. Not because I like the F word, every other word. Cussing really doesn't bother me. If you put it in the movie, if you don't put it in a movie, that I don't care. Rated R comic book movies are proven to work. You look at Logan, you look at Deadpool, you look at the rated R movies, that is something that Marvel will never do. They will never have a rated R movie because they are tied to Disney. That is a way DC can be different than Marvel. Yep. And that's that's what you need to latch on to. Not yes. all of your movies for the DC universe have to be rated R. Give them a little bit of an edgier feel. Don't just be the cookie cutter that Marvel, like, and that's not throwing any shade at Marvel. I love the MCU, they're, but they're, it's getting repetitive with a lot of cookie-cutter villains, it just vanilla roles, uh, just rinse, repeat, print another movie. Rinse, repeat, print another movie. It just, they, they just, one after the other after the other, we just, we're changing out the main character and, and we're just sending them on our way and we're making $800 million, boom. Huge payday. DC cannot do that because they don't have the the success following behind them. They don't have all the backers that the MCU has. If Joker is as good as I think it is, they will start to rebuild that. And they just have to follow through. And I don't know if they'll do it, but I really, really hope they don't let bad... Uh, like. We talked about it earlier, like a bad box office completely changed everything. They yeah. have to stick to something. Like yep. they're they're going in too many directions. They're not following. Like you have to set a foundation and build it on something. And that's my my hope. I I I want diversity. Yeah. I want I want to watch great Marvel movies. I want Marvel movies to inspire DC movies to be better. I want DC movies to inspire Marvel to do a little edgier stuff. Now Doctor Strange 2 is supposed to be scary and I'm super excited because I love Doctor Strange and I love Scarlet Witch. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, she's my hero. Uh but I I want DC to be different. I don't want it to feel like Marvel. I get enough Marvel. I, I want something different. And the Joker is such a great character. I know so many people are like, the Joker again. Are you serious? It's like Batman, That he only fights the Joker. So you're already getting negative light where people... And Batman's not even in this movie. 
But people that, don't Batman know that. will never be involved with this Joker ever, according yep, and, to Todd Phillips. So, um, and, and people don't get that. Like they they already like DC has put so much bad taste in people's mouth yep. that they they don't even want to give it a shot. But I think people will have to take notice for this movie. I really, really think this movie is going to be just something special. Well, I can tell you this before we end this. Um, um, if they're going to stick to a formula, something's got to give. And if the Joker movie does very well, which I think it will, um, I know a lot of the reviews so far say it's amazing. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. But, um, you know, they're still moving ahead. I mean, they just finished a Wonder Woman movie. Another one. And then they're, I think they're starting to shoot Aquaman 2. Um, they recasted Batman. Um, are we getting a Man of Steel, you know, two? Um, are we getting um, Flashpoint? You know, there's so many things going on in the DC universe that is, you know, that work in progress that I, if they are going to stick with a formula, I really hope they stick with the, I rather see DC Black than what we got right now. And I love Wonder Woman. I think Wonder Woman can keep making movies and, you know, and they Man have of great Steel, cast. Like, you know? They have a great set of, of superheroes. Like Gal Gadot is is amazing. She is Wonder Woman, yeah. And you know, um, Jason Momoa is Aquaman. And yep. I I'm very intrigued to see what Robert Pattinson can do as Batman and Bruce Wayne. And I'm I'm excited for the future of the of the of the uh, extended universe over there at DC. But like. It, I just I'm very very curious to see how this Joker movie turns out and I'm very excited and we're going to be bringing it to you and we have a lot coming um, tell them where they can find us you can find us on Twitter Letterboxd Stardust at RR Film Pod you can buy our merch at represent.com backslash store backslash RR Film Pod you can join our Patreon with our lovely patrons uh at patreon.com backslash rrfilmpod it I, I don't i don't know oh and you can get on or follow our youtube channel you can go to youtube search r and r pod of film boom click that subscribe button watch our videos love them and leave a comment saying we sent you from our 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 pod like i mean we're doing podcast reviews we're doing youtube reviews we're doing Patreon reviews. We're going everywhere. My brain hurts. It's late. I need yeah. to be asleep. Same. <laughs> man, oh man. I hope you guys are as excited for Joker as we are. After you watch it, get a hold of us on Twitter or be on the lookout Friday night or Saturday morning. We will have our review for Joker up on YouTube. Go check it out and let us know what you thought. Well, that is all the time we have for tonight. I'm Glenn Rodriguez. And I'm Cody Repass. And you've been listening to the R&R Pot of Film. We'll see you at the movies. See you.